TalkZone.com. Now, TalkZone presents Two Guys and a Mic, your mid-morning break sports talk show. It's a passionate yet lighthearted look at the world of sports, featuring the coach, John Cohn, and the big dog, Joe Radwanski. They'll recap the games from yesterday, look ahead to the matchups tonight, and cover a lot more in between. Now, Two Guys and a Mic on TalkZone.com. All the parents out there that uh, half-kiddingly tell their friends that I'm um, having my kid place kick at the age of six, that's the only way he's going to get to the NFL. <laughs> I'm reading in the paper, as our show is about to begin, Sebastian Janikowski, the fine kicker for the Oakland Raiders. Four years, $16 million, $9 million guaranteed. Get your kids out of school right now. Go to the backyard, put down a football tee, start kicking early and often. And sadly, when they asked Al Davis, what were you thinking when you did that? Yeah. He said, huh? Yeah, I was going to say, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Al Davis and thinking. There's two terms that haven't gone hand in hand of recent. Not at all. Hey, Unbelievable. What? Yeah. Huh? Hey. Oh. Yeah. Who's the other? Was it Greg Blando was the biggest kicker? George Blando. George Blando was the big mm-hmm. kicker for the Raiders. Oh, maybe yeah. he thinks it's still Blando. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe in the back of his head, yeah, same yeah. guy. Yeah, sign him. He's, he's not worried about his offense. He still thinks he's got Ben Davidson and Jack Tatum this is on the team, defensive side. This is a team that has Demarcus Russell <laughs> and Gradkowski as his quarterback. Yes. It does, has, has no idea what its actual, like, focus in life is going to be. The defense slightly better last year. I'll give him that. And yet you're going to give tons of money to a kicker. Four years, sixteen million dollars. I know our producer. Nine million guaranteed. Yes, nine mildo guaranteed. Guaranteed to a kicker. You can cut him the next day. He still gets nine million dollars. David Olson, our fine producer, has a couple of young uh, sons. I believe the ages of one and three. You could do nothing better than to get the education over it. I agreed. Education <laughs> over it. Get them outside in the backyard. Either practice long what? snapping. Long snapping. Yep. Let me just tell you, I have heard a friend of mine is a high school coach. Yep. He has gotten more kids' college scholarships from long snapping Absolutely. than any other position. Absolutely. Yeah. We might be talking later in the show to uh, a, uh, a medical specialist really? that's helped out our show who works particularly with long snappers, Dr. Alan Bendover. <laughs> you talked to him. Yeah, we'll be I joining us a little bit later in the show, Dr. Yeah. Bendover. You remember, he was Dr. Bendover, uh, joined us on our yeah. previous radio show. Yeah, I remember. Uh, he was huh? a very big fan of the proctological exam. No, thank you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, welcome to the morning break, folks. I happen to be reading that bit of news as the show came on. I couldn't resist giving out that little family hint, yeah. little tip to the parents out there. 888-463-6748. Phone lines are open. One-hour sports show. It's two guys at a mic, Double B, Brian Bauer. Joining me today and uh, later in the show, you do have another edition of our projected starting lineups in baseball. This time, do you want me to tell the city or do I hold off? No, no tell the city. This time we go out to the Queen City. The who? The Queen City. Cream? The Queen, ah. as in the Q-U-E-E-N. Queen okay. City. It is the state known as a high with an O at each end. Ohio. And we're going to Cincinnati Reds. You could have just <laughs> you could have just said Cincinnati without all the build of it. The Cincinnati Reds. The Cincinnati Reds. Dusty Baker's Dusty projected Baker. starting lineup. Remember how good Boston's lineup was yesterday? Oh, that was that actually was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, this stuff. is not that. <laughs> that was pretty good stuff. Wow. The Cincinnati. I will tell you, it is still the the greatest baseball team. We'll talk a little baseball today because pitchers and catchers are no longer reporting. Right. Pitchers and catchers have reported. They're there. Woo. 
There are guys who aren't even pitchers and catchers showing up. Baseball yeah. was upon us. Yeah, Rudy Jaramillo, our new batting coach, is already working with some of the hitters. Yeah. Out in Mesa, Arizona. I'm excited. Hey, unbelievable. Baseball is back. They said Carlos Zambrano looks ripped. I have no idea what that means with him. I don't know. Whatever glasses they're using, I'd like to see those glasses. Uh, what, he so, might be ripped, but I don't think he is ripped. Out of a six-pack ab, we can now see part of one ab. Uh, I'm always happy when I see a two-pack. <laughs> I haven't quite worked my way down. Well, he had a two-pack, but basically they're known as stomach rolls. I don't think those are actual ribs or abdominals well, they're we're claiming at. that he's ripped, that he came in in great shape. All right. I don't I don't know if I buy it. All right. Yeah, well, have him pull off his shirt in the first no, interview with Shannon Ryan. We'll be all set. That might be enough to make me sick and turn <laughs> Pitchers and catchers have reported. We'll talk some baseball starting lineup for the Cincinnati Reds. I will tell you, the best baseball team I have ever seen is the aforementioned Cincinnati Reds. The big red machine. What year was that, by the way? Oh, boy. Well, well, 1970s? It, it would have to be because it's pre-me. I didn't start paying attention to baseball until pre-me? I was pre-me? Pre-me. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I base everything. I think I started paying attention to baseball in 82. Oh. So, and, you know, the starting pitching probably it definitely does not match up to the great team. But for an everyday lineup, yeah. like your projected starting lineup, that was the best I ever saw. Joey Morgan over at first base. Davey Conception at shortstop. Johnny Bench, Johnny Bench behind the plate. George Foster and RBI Bench machine. At that point? Huh? Was that Johnny Bench in the tail end of his career at that point? No, or? no, no. No, no, no. no. Johnny Bench in the prime. Pete Rose yeah. on that team? Pete Rose, Tony Perez, and Tony Perez and George Foster. I mean, they were like just a couple of RBI machines. Really? Like crank them up at the turnstile. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, 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 ding. I mean, that was an offensive <laughs> machine. Little Dan Dreesen, I think, was the super sub filling in at first base. And third base, they had Cesar Geronimo out in center field. Nice. Yeah. I'm going to assume the Cincinnati red lineup you're going to read today, not quite as good. Not even close. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> the only like, see, for me, that era of baseball was the New York Mets. I got in when the high on cocaine New York Mets were pretty much in their prime and doing extremely well. Not the high octane New York no, Mets, no, but no. the not the high octane Cincinnati Reds. The high on cocaine oh. <laughs> New York Mets. Because there were a couple teams that used that as their motto, right? High on octane. Yeah, these these were not high octane. Okay. These were high on cocaine. Ah, I don't remember those New York Mets teams. The Daryl Strawberry days. Well, besides Daryl Strawberry. Oh, come on. They were good for about, a, I want to say, about an eight-year span of time. Really? Yeah. I'll bring in the stats. I'm still partial to the New York Mets of 1969 to ruin my Cub chance. That was a team that was so popular and so big at the time that, honestly, women were going down into the club locker room during the game. And players were going in to go visit. Are we back to the high-octane Mets or the 69 uh, Mets? Uh, the high-on something. That's they weren't the, quite a high-octane. Okay. Yeah, not 69. We're talking so you about, were not we're talking, talking, talking to the, the, the 80s. Okay. Yeah, we're talking the 80s. Yeah. Okay. Why were women so anxious? It was just a popular team. It was a popular team. Is this the Tom Seaver, Jerry Koosman uh, pitching staff? Yes. And this okay. was all... Uh, little was, Tug McGraw? Tug, I love Tug McGraw, only mm-hmm. to find out later on that his son is the actual singer, Yes. Yeah, Tim McGraw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, Tim and a tug. Yeah, there you Tim go. Tim and a tug and a tug and a Tim and a Tim and a tug. Hey, ho, pitchers and catchers have reported it's almost as exciting as Football Fridays here in the uh, Take football It Easy. Set- oh, man. I'll start that again. Exciting. All right, say hi to the web. We're webcasting. Say hi to the folks. Uh, might What's be that camera. The second camera? Could be this. There's a camera Does over here. Does that one here. get David now? Does that? No, he's There's a camera over here. Wave to that camera, too. What is, that one's just looking at the Talk Zone logo. That could care less about us. Mm-hmm. No, this uh, the logo right here, there's yeah. a little microphone behind that. 
that general manager Chris Whitting, the commander-in-chief, is insult yeah. so he can hear everything we say pre-show and post-show. Really? He's a very paranoid individual, Chris. Well, he should be. Huh? He should well, be. Well, you're probably right. With the two of us, I can't blame him. <laughs> All right, where were we? I have no clue. <laughs> Janikowski got a lot of money. And then I, don't I don't want to talk about field goal kickers anymore. <laughs> Enough about it. We got the Olympics and pitchers and catchers report. Hey, hey. Pitchers and catchers report. Hey, hey. All right. <laughs> and the Olympic Games are Olympic out there. Olympic Games. Huh? Hockey. Oh. I watched curling and hockey yesterday Boring. afternoon. You and me are on. We're both. It's kind of weird because we're both enjoying the Olympics. But that's why you should love the Olympics because there's something for everybody. Apparently. There is something for every person. Yesterday. Cur- curling and hockey. Not curling my. Ho- I'll join the hockey later. I'm telling you right now, if I find a great curling place out here that will take me as a member, uh-huh. and rarely will I join a club that will take me as a member. <laughs> But I, I gotta be honest, that's a sport I could get into. I mean, these guys, it's a four-man team. Are you joking with me? I'm t- it looks like, it's basically shuffleboard and darts on yeah, ice. I, I, I love I've, it. I love the concept. I feel of like it. I'm very open to new things. I'm very proud of myself. I'm totally Apparently into the not. Winter Olympics. Yeah. You know, I've delved into it down. I don't ski, I don't skate, none of that stuff, but I thoroughly enjoy it. Snowboarding, the skiing, the skating, curling. I could do it. I love it. I gotta tell you, curling and then watching the U.S. Olympic team beat the Swiss <sighs> three to one. I thought that was phenomenal. Watching some Chicagoans play for the Canadian team yesterday uh-huh. as they won. Alex Ovechkin gets a goal for the Russian team mm-hmm. yesterday. As a hockey fan, know. it was fantastic. Yeah, a couple, I saw a couple of sweepers out there, David Olson. They were sponsored by Maids of Us of Chicago. Yeah, who cares? Money's huh? money. Take yeah, Ron's can. Temporary Services sponsoring one team. It's unbelievable. I'm all for These it. These are not athletes. They are two athletes. Huh? Do they it's change skills. the sheets between games, too, or what's going on? What sheets? You got sweeping, you got clean. Do they use a dustpan? Not at all. You don't have to. It's a ridiculous sport. It's a great sport. I'm all for it. And then we watched the snowboard lacrosse yesterday. Now you're talking. That was a great great time. Good stuff. By the way, somebody told me, I believe Glenview Carroll, fine listener to the program, told me, and maybe you did too yesterday, that they're going to do the skiing equivalent. Of the four-person snowboard cross race? Well, we had talked about this yesterday, that we thought that they were going wow. to. If they do that... That'd be outstanding. Oh, I, yeah, you mentioned it, I thought you were joking. Well, I thought it'd be but a it, great idea. I didn't know if they actually did it. And then David said that they actually are. How cool. They're, they're talking about it. I, oh, to me, man. that'd be the greatest sport ever. I can't wait to see that. If they really want to make it exciting, forget four, man. Yeah. Let's go eight. Yeah. Let's see what you got. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, no, I like the four where the top two advance. Yeah. And then you see the, you know, the, the top... Players come up against right. each other. You got quarterfinals, yeah. semifinal, finals. If you didn't watch last night, the American uh, Great Hope, who had the tough, tough, very tough break four years ago, Lindsay Jacobella, she Jacobellis, uh, yeah. she advanced through the quarterfinals. She won her heat, and then in the semis, yeah. slipped, went outside the she, uh, path, and was she, disqualified. She was tied with another girl. They went over a jump, and when she landed, I, the way it looked to me was that their their snowboard kind of touched. So she tried to kind of adjust herself and lost balance. And in doing so, she wound up actually hitting one of the gates. And if you hit a gate, it's an automatic DQ. Had mm-hmm. she gone around the gate, she could have continued. And the great thing about that sport is, you know, there could be somebody ahead of you. They, they wipe right. out. Boom, you're in. Right. You know, but she was completely out as of that moment. And you just see the heartache on her face, too, when yeah. she just sat there and sat in the snow and pounded her fist. Just, mm-hmm. just but, then, but then finished the path down, oh, refused yeah, to be helped yeah. by anybody, finished the race. And in the interviews afterwards, as classy as could be. I mean, get a, give her a gold medal for handling uh, the, the ultimate disappointment. You know, she said, hey, I was out here to do my best. Still going to have fun. It was a great thrill for me in the opening ceremony. It's not like her whole life is ruined. Sure. It's a disappointment, but I loved her attitude. Very likable young lady. And we talked about the this uh, the Olympics afterwards, after your events are over. It's just one big party oh, for yeah. all the athletes. Yeah. So, so, you know, you might be heartbroken. And then you go back to the Olympic Village, and mm-hmm. you know you umpa with some of the Germans, and you, mm-hmm. you have a great time. Yeah, I heard uh, the Olympic Village can be a little um, 
risque. A little dicey. Yeah, it's a little racy. Oh, yeah. What goes on in the Olympic Village? Stays in the Olympic Village. I certainly hope so. (laughs) Wow. For the general health of uh, seven continents and also uh, parts of Chicago here, I would certainly hope so. 888-463-6748. Did you watch any of the Olympic events yesterday? You want to comment on them? Double B, Brian Bauer, our hockey and curling expert, along with the coach. I am specializing in downhill skiing and snowboard cross, and I can also break down the speed skating venue if you'd like. I did not see speed skating last night. Okay. I, I did, however, catch like two minutes of the of the figure skating. Yeah. Yeah, my wife was watching that. Mm-hmm. When they start doing clips on these figure skaters, I swear it ranges from like the interesting to the ridiculous. Like they had one was a uh, French kid. I think he's like between 17, 18 years old. Mm-hmm. He uh, was actually in Brazil. He was left on the street. He was adopted by a French family, and he found figure skating, and now he's he's an actual great figure skater for a kid his age. Then there's the flip side. They had the big Russian, the Russian who won it, the gold. Yeah, Plushenko. Plushenko. Evgeny Plushenko. And they do an interview with Evgeny Plushenko. They yep. did an interview in his 500 series Mercedes yes. in Russia. Yeah. And let me just tell you, when a figure skater starts talking about his enemies, mm-hmm. when he starts going Ivan Drago on me, when he starts pulling out the <laughs> Rambo, I must break you. My enemies hate me. <laughs> they are afraid of me. I will come and kill them and crush them. Well, you're a figure skater. <laughs> There's no physical activity with your people. You just yeah, skate right. for the love of you. Like, it was a five-minute, I am coming back. They are all afraid of me. I am Yevgeny Plushenko. The, the Skaternator 4, yeah, starring yeah. Yevgeny Plushenko. Yeah, they do. Ivan I, Drago, what was that? <laughs> they do. Those segments are very well done. If I had the time, see, my problem is I come home at 9 o'clock at night, and I can only stay awake for so long, so I have to fast forward. Right. Through a lot of those, but for the ones I've watched and in the past, they're pretty well done, and it does help you connect with the athletes. So when you're sure. watching, so I actually enjoy them, but I don't get to watch that many. But you're right, that one set me over. You're the right, top. They, that, that might have been overdue. I didn't, I didn't mind the one on Peter Chan because they just talked about him being a figure skater in Canada, Great Canadian hopeful, the, the little French kid. I had no problem. But when this guy comes out talking. Yeah. My enemies hate me. I, uh, they are afraid of me. I am Yevgeny Pichenko. I bought fast car because I have money. Like, what? what are you talking about? And meanwhile, You're the next person skater. they show is, is competitor Johnny Weir trying to... Right. Trying and to get a nine point six. Then Yevgeny comes out in a lovely sequin shirt, and you're, you're going to tell me how you're going to crush somebody? Get out of here! Tough guy. Oh goodness! <laughs> I did watch. I did watch about two thirds of the men's yeah. figure skating competition. Not I. I did get to see a Plushenko. Bless you. Thank you very much. Sorry. And Talk I did get up. to see. We got to. We got to throw some kudos on a guy who grew up about a half an hour from here. Really? Naperville, Illinois, very own Evan Lysacek. I think I got his name pronounced right. He was brilliant. Skated with passion, with a joy, with a smile, nailed all of his twists and turns and jumps, and he is in second coming to the long program, which is not tonight, but on Thursday night. So local kid, Johnny Weir. Johnny Weir. The boy wonder. Johnny Weir something. Or the girl wonder, whichever way you want to go. Johnny Weir was outstanding. He's like in fifth or sixth place. He skated extremely well. Here's my thing, and I thought about this last night because my wife and I had this conversation. My sister has three kids, two it's girls nice and a boy. you and your wife, after three years, are talking. Well, once in a while, okay. you know, as we pass each other in the hall. It's a good start. Yeah. So we're sitting here talking about, you know, my my sister told me that she's putting her daughters in figure skating. Uh-oh. Now, they're already in cheerleading, which is already a bad source of annoyance to me. How old are you? <laughs> because they're 10 How and 9, but I, I just okay. I hate any sport where girls get dolled up at a very early age. Yes. They've been doing it since they were 5 and 6. It kind of creeps me out. You're not, you're not big on the... Uh... 
little girl beauty patches. Not, not at all. I hope okay. that doesn't affect the show after this. But I'm just saying that you know it just doesn't it doesn't work for me. So. <laughs> Yeah, you know, so then I was talking to my sister, and she goes, oh, yeah, and, and I'm thinking about putting my son, Nikki, who's six years old, in speed skating. And I kept thinking of all the Olympic sports you're going to pick your kid to play. or to, You know, as a kid, obviously, in America, you grow up wanting to play football, basketball, baseball, hockey, whatever the case may be. You don't hear, like, how does a kid get into figure skating and speed skating? Like, when does that start kicking in? Like, mm-hmm. it just seems an odd sport to get into. Well, it is odd. That's why only a few people do it. That's why you could get to the Olympics faster, I'm guessing. Yeah, you know, there, there's a couple of speed skating rinks, but a couple, only a couple, only in the Chicago area. Wisconsin. There's, yeah, there's one in the Milwaukee area. Right, and then there's, there's Northbrook. Northbrook, there's one, right. Uh-huh. But it just seems like like some of these sports. How do you like look at your kid when they're five years old and go, you know, yeah. son, you know what you need to be a loser? Have you ever <laughs> lost before? How do you feel about bobsledding? You know, it just it's an odd. I don't think losing and bo- there's not like a junior lose circuit. I'm pretty sure there about actually that. is. There are kids At age lose. eight, nine, and ten. Oh, I don't know about Come that on. age, but there is a lose circuit. Well, yeah, maybe like age sixteen, seventeen. Don't ask me, man. Yeah. I'm just saying that are, are luge parents as bad as like the uh, figure skating parents or hockey parents? If you have a biathlete as a kid, do you screw with that kid because he's running around with a 22 rifle? I don't know <laughs> if that's a great. Idea. Like I'm just saying, some of these sports yeah. as you watch them when you're young, yeah. like the summertime track and field. Okay, because you do track and field throughout school. Right. You kind of do that your whole life. Mm-hmm. But the winter sports, at one point, do you look at your kid yep. and go, you know what you need to be? Snowboard cross. <laughs> That's what I think you need to do. <laughs> Enough of this baseball and basketball. We are going to enter you into junior Nordic cross skiing. Yeah, exactly. Huh? Just what? what? Well, yeah. I can't even spell that. Yeah. yeah. By, uh, by the way, the biathlon uh, uh, parents are the worst of all. Are they? Oh, yeah. Well, you Come have- on! You can't ski better than... You can't hit the target three out of five times. Get him out of there. Come I'm not on. yelling at any kid oh, no. who's got a gun in his hand. I'm just saying. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's your parents. Yeah, sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, but anyhow, so Thursday is the figure skating chance. A lot of speed skating tonight. Mm-hmm. And they had to cancel the women's downhill. Weather continues right. to be a factor out there. Fog, mist, rain. You b- basically got everything yeah. except snow. No, no, they got too much snow yesterday. That's what delayed the the, oh, the skiing. Beautiful. Which is weird because in Wait other places there were like 50 degrees. The snow delayed the skiing? Yeah, because it was it was coming down and it was too wet and uh, apparently okay. the, the conditions were too dangerous. And Vision the problems yeah, and stuff. Exactly. Okay. So, yeah. okay. All right. Well, the women's downhill tonight, of course, one of the great American hopefuls, Lindsey Vaughn, is competing Vaughn. tonight. I'm anxious to I'm watch glad. her go. I fell in love with the downhill skiing watching the men's competition. Very, very cool. Women's tonight, hopefully. And Lindsey Vaughn's got a real significant shin contusion, I guess extremely painful. Hopefully she can go. She's supposed to be uh, uh, just a sensational, maybe our featured winter Olympic athlete. Well, I started skiing when I was three, so I'm a big time. What time did you stop? Yeah, about (laughs) 4 (laughs) o'clock. My dad's from Austria, and as you can tell by the Olympics, the Austrian's very big on skiing. So so we we started skiing when I was really young. I'm big on skiing and downhill, and the moguls love that. Mm -hmm. The Vaughn thing, two things interest me. Apparently, she can't do any painkillers while she's in the Olympics. That's part of their rules. Ouch. So she's taking, like... Aspirin and rubbing cheese, supposedly, on her chin, okay. which I don't know what it does for anything else, but the smell must be interesting. I'm glad it's finally starting because I'm sick of hearing about the Vaughn story and every day mm-hmm. hearing about updates on her shin. I, I would like her to just go down and let's see what happens. Based on the cheese story, Lindsey Vaughn might do good on the ski hill, but apparently in the Olympic Village, yeah, possibly not so well. Not so well. I'm not guessing guys walk around like, hey, Lindsey, oh, 
<laughs> yeah. Um, I got to go. <laughs> no painkillers. Oh, goodness. All right. So we got all that going on today. Very, very exciting Olympic fever. Anybody catching it? What is your temperature if you are catching it? I'm uh, I'm up to about 99.5 degrees. Not just not real serious yet. I don't have to be hospitalized, but I clearly have caught the Olympic fever. What is your fever? 888-463-6748. What's your temperature, I should say? Uh, and, and any events you want to talk about, uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah, I'm at about an 88. i got to be honest. I'm a little really? cool right now. I uh-huh. enjoy the actual sports that I like. Mm-hmm. The, the hockey's the interesting one, like curling, biathlon. But the figure skating and some of the other ones, I, I just turn off completely. So it all depends what time of day I catch it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very glad hockey is back because I, I tell you what, Jerome McGinley with a hat trick, watching some of these guys like, Sidney Crosby play and tape. That's got me. Yesterday, I was all Olympic'd up. I mean, I was I might as well as put it on the red, white, and blue just ran around the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I found that a little bit weird, too. But I'm just saying, that that's how uh-huh. excited. Uh, yesterday, I was probably at a 98, but overall, probably about yeah, an 88. I'm, I'm going to get into the hockey. Trust you me, should. when it gets to you the really medal should. round, the, the, the U.S. women's team, by the way. 12 nothing over China, oh. 13 to 1 over Russia, <laughs> 25 to 1 collectively in two games. Yeah. But they'll have some good matches coming up later. Good chance for the gold for our U.S. I'm very excited about women's hockey in the Olympics. Do is, me that, a favor. is that wrong? No, not at all. Okay. I, I find it fascinating as well, just slower. If I were you, check out Russia just so you can see Alex Ovechkin, because I know you said you haven't really checked him out yet. Okay. He scored last night, and let me just tell you this guy. It's like Gretzky with a bigger body. That, that's how I feel about Alex Ovechkin. I think that's, he's phenomenal. That's a scary that, that, Exactly. Sidney Crosby with the Canadian team. U.S. team. Yesterday I thought that the skill guys were going to come out. You're, mm-hmm. you're Patrick Keynes. No. All the big bruisers came out because the Swiss came out pounding on them. So it was interesting. I mean, if you love the sport of hockey, you could definitely get into it. And yesterday you and I talked about how video games are now teaching kids what other players are from other teams. Mm-hmm. i got to be honest. The Olympic hockey... Taught me where six new players are from what other teams that I've never paid any attention okay. to because I've never seen them play. All right. Yeah, interesting. I got to start watching. I got to start watching. I'm limited TV time, and I will tell you, David, I know you're a long-time TV guy. Very difficult. Watching the Olympics last night and right smack in the middle of it. Interrupted by the rest of the family watching the tape of Lost. Ugh. So, you know, you got a little hockey and snowboard, and then all of a sudden you got Lost. lost. And then I had to transition back to figure skating. Whew. Can't do lost. I was picturing like Locke from Lost and Tights. Can't it was a very strange combination. Yeah. But I didn't know why it was Lost. Did you watch Lost last night? Yes, I did. Was it a good one? It was very good, yeah. So it's worth Did they watching. bring back the polar bear? Not yet. Because that's when I actually turned it off. When they, the polar bear showed up, I'm like, what the hell is a polar bear doing on this island? She didn't stick around and explained it, why, why the polar bears were there. That was enough for More me. More importantly, <laughs> did Russian figure skater, the aforementioned Yevgeny Plashenko, did he make an appearance on the island? Can't hear you. Not that I'm aware of, no. <laughs> Did he come on the island and say, I must break you? I, you are my enemies. I will destroy you on the ice. Uh, <laughs> I love mixing my genres. All right, we're going to take a quick break. TalkZone.com. Two guys, one mic, one guy, two mics, whatever combination you want. It equals three. It's kind of strange, but it's double B and the coach. We're with you up until 11 o'clock. Dial it up, 888-463-6748. You can email us to it, Mike, M-I-C now. Mike, number two. Mike, two guys at AOL.com. We'll take a quick break. Back in a minute.
lines are open for your calls on Two Guys and a Mic. Call 888-GO-FOR-IT. Once again, here's the coach, John Cohn. Hey, everybody, welcome you back. TalkZone.com. Two Guys and a Mic. Double B, Brian Bauer joining us your final day today. In fact, we're not going to see you as much because you will be gainfully employed. Call out me of the radio. or Ivan Drago. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I actually will be taking a uh, uh, leave of absence from the show for about two months as I go to training between here and California for another well, job. Well, two months. Yeah. Hopefully, if the job goes well, it well, may be a leave of absence for nine my, or ten years. After that, my schedule is a little different. Like, I, I, it's more of an open schedule, so there could be times I'll come back mm-hmm. in here. But for two months, I will definitely be it's gone. So, if you want, once a day, I'll call in with my lineup. Yes. The lineup of the day. I that would be preferred. That. And you'll be selling <laughs> medical supplies, David. I don't know if we need any medical supplies. Maybe at home you might need a pair of forceps or something. Oxygen. Brian will be selling CPAP, uh, nebulizers. Uh, uh-huh. that, that's the company, Pacific Pulmonary Services, that I'll be working for. Beautiful. So yeah, right. you feel a shortness of breath, call me. Right. <laughs> Emergency pulmonary services delivered to your house. Yeah, I'll show up with a uh, nebulizer, okay. a CPAP machine, uh, and an oxygen. Yeah, do you no. do a little stuff thing like on the spot or... Well, what they do, and, and here's the way it works, is usually a doctor prescribes it. Okay. They do a test where you put a fi- something on their finger, and they sleep with it overnight, mm-hmm. and it can tell how much oxygen you're taking in over the course of a day mm-hmm. or while you sleep. Okay. And then from that, they can do a, they, they have a company that actually looks over the stats, and they decide whether you need a CPAP machine, whether you need oxygen for a couple hours a day or what the case may be, mm-hmm. and it gets prescribed by the doctor. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. All right. Well, we wish you the best of luck. Our show's loss will be, I'm sure, Pulmonary Resuscitation Incorporated's gain. Pacific Pulmonary Services, but you were close. Well, close enough. All right. <laughs> 888-463-6748. Big dog, Joel Radwanski, to get to be joining us uh, for the Thursday and Friday show. Don't forget, on Thursdays, we do our youth sports show at 11 o'clock, too, so oh, stick around that. for that. Should I, should I break down the starting lineup for the for the Niles North High School football team for next year? No, well? but thank you for asking. All right. we're, not, we're not quite ready for that. Um, but we do later on in the show, coming up uh, actually in about uh, 12 minutes. We're on a very tight schedule here. We have our projected starting lineup for the day. If you're just joining us, it'll be the Cincinnati Reds, as pitchers and catchers have indeed reported. It's yes. kind of weird with ba- Olympics going on yeah. and baseball starting. Could kind care of a- less about baseball now. Yeah. It's at that point now where we're close to March Madness, so there's kind of one eye on college basketball. Mm-hmm. The Olympics are in full swing, so yeah, the other eye on, on Olympic sports. Mm-hmm. And uh, pitchers and catchers, I, the other eye, you know, I don't even start turning an eye towards them till probably about mid-March. Do we have a third eye on the Sports Illustrated swimsuit? I don't like to talk about the third eye. No. Okay. <laughs> All right. I was over at my uh, sister's house, who she has a senior in high school. Oh, I'm sorry, a junior in high school, freshman in high school, and a third grader. Apparently, they subscribe to third Sports Illustrated. Yeah, third grader. I'm talking about taking a break. <laughs> Long story. Um, but apparently they subscribed to Sports Illustrated. I thought she was joking. She was not. She confiscated the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. What? From husband and two high school sons. Worst wife ever. Won't let them see it. Why not? They're, tr- they're covered mostly. Well, I think she said something. Uh, she said something like, if we get Playgirl and make it equal equal rights, then you can look at the Sports Illustrated. If I were the father, i go and subscribe to Playgirl the next day. Yeah, but in all honesty, here's the huh? difference. Playgirl, aren't they completely nude? Uh, not sure, but could I wouldn't be. know. I'm just saying. Anybody okay. anybody here get Playgirl? Apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. But uh, the, the swimsuit. Now, they yes. cover. Sometimes they don't have clothes, but they it's, cover the essentials. Uh, you know, it's always been tastefully, tastefully done. done. Every year, they take the tasteful... To a slightly different level. I'm just saying, inside my co- when I was in high school, inside yeah. my closet door, yeah, 
was an homage to the swimsuit edition. Really? Yes, for multi-years, for about four or five years. All right. I always had the top ten covers of Popular Mechanics. On, in my, on uh, the outside of my closet door uh-huh. was an homage to Walter Payton. But if mm-hmm. you open the inside, good times. I had nothing like The closest I came to that, I think, was a picture of Roberto Clemente, the Pittsburgh Pirates, coming out You're of the show. Good-looking man. Did he have the uh-humm. hat on still? He like had a hat a and a cherry cloth towel around his waist, and that's all he was wearing. Oh, nice. Good times. It got me through freshman and sophomore year. <laughs> so confused. <laughs> Yevgeny Plashenko. Hey, oh, 888-463-6748, the phone number. Email us, folks. Email your thoughts, your questions, your comments, any criticisms of Brian Bauer. Today's the day to do it. Right. He won't be here. Back. I mean, you can criticize him. You can put some negative emails about Brian in later on. That's better. Yeah. It's better if we can read them right here over the air. So it's, you know, the direct approach is always the best. I agree completely. Can we throw out a couple of happy birthdays? Did you hear whose birthdays they are today? I did not. Today is ridiculously good. Michael Jordan's birthday. Really? Jim Brown's birthday. On the same day. Same day. Two of the greatest ever. Luke Robitaille's birthday. Luke who? Luke Robitaille, hockey guy. You wouldn't know. It's not exactly a happy Thursday. Here's, here's, here's the one, that, kind of, one that amuses me. Buddy Ryan's birthday. Buddy! And Wally Pipp. Wally Pipp's birthday is Wally Pipp. Wally Pipp. But either way, come Wally on. Tell me Pip. how Michael Jordan and Jim Brown can't be the best one-two birthday combination in a long time. Uh, athletically. Yeah. You may be yeah. able to find one better in Hollywood. You won't be able to find one better in sports. I can guarantee Not that. A chance. I heard that this morning. I'm like, really? Okay. What are the odds? All right. Oh, nice Jim Brown, mid-60? It would have to be. Mm. He was playing in the era of black and white television. So. I remember, I, you know, I, I joined him a little bit late, not quite in his prime, but still, number 32 when he was going at full speed. Yeah. The best running well, back I ever was, saw. It looked like man versus children. Yes. When he was running and guys were just bouncing off of him, I mean, yeah. just ridiculous. Great like speed. Great speed, but a lot of time he didn't have to use it. No. Because why bother going around someone when I can yes. run right through you? Stiff arm or lower shoulder Powerful. and you'll fall down. Yeah. yeah. He went through some weird moments in his... Uh, Personality and post career. I think he's I liked his mellowed acting out career. a little bit when he did some of the black exploitation movies. Yeah. You see that? those were some bad. He bad and uh, Evgeny Plashenko. <laughs> Evgeny Plashenko. But yeah, no, I, I love some of those. But yeah, exact again, just mm-hmm. weird one two. Michael Jordan, Jim Brown. Mm-hmm. That's that's a birthday list. For Very me. nicely done. Thank you for bringing that up. I don't think I uh, mentioned the email. I said to send the negative comments to Brian, but I didn't mention the email. It's Mike Two Guys at AOL dot com. Any comments you want, we'll read some of them over the air. We always appreciate the emails. Again, I'm M I C in the number two. Mike Two Guys at AOL dot com. All right, we're all excited about pitchers and catchers reporting. We've been reading off different projected starting lineups today. We feature from the land of Ohio. Yes. The Queen City, you called it. it, is, it was, that's the nickname, the Queen Thank City. You. Beautiful. Home of some really bad chili that they really like. Wonderful, wonderful yeah. city. Very conservative, I found out, from a political nature. Are they really? Oh, yes. That's very weird. Yep. They have not exactly entered the 20 or 21st century. It is Ohio, you know. Nice people. Mm, there's something. Very nice people, as long as you... Um, it's a nice state to drive through. <laughs> My sister lived there for four years. Let me just tell you, every time I visit her, that was something special. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Cincinnati, I found a couple. I've only been there once. A, the um, the famous five-star chili or the five-way chili yeah, that's was what, eminently disappointing. Yeah, it's not what you think it is. No. It's not good at all. I was tremendously excited about the concept. Maybe the buildup was too great, but it, yeah, eh, right. it's okay. Right. Number two, uh, they have more water perks per, per square capita than any cold-weather climate I've ever been to. Really? And number three, and this is we curious, we found this out. Anywhere you are in Cincinnati, yes. if you want to get to another landmark or location, everything is 20 minutes away. I was not aware of that. Yeah. <laughs> the weirdest part I found about Cincinnati is I went to visit Cincinnati about five, six times with my to go visit my sister who was in Dayton. 
And then my my uh, brother-in-law lives in Dayton. Nice. Was he was he a Dayton? Could be married to your sister. Liar? No, not awesome. at all. She married some Serbo guy. Anyway, it's the same guy. But anyway, whenever I went to go drinking with her, we never went out in Cincinnati. We always went across the border in Kentucky. Interesting. Apparently, there's like a row of bars on the Kentucky side that are open yeah. late, and they take that bridge. Yeah, exactly. So that every time I went to Cincinnati, I really went partying in Kentucky. Now, does the reverse hold true? Any of our Kentucky listeners do? The folks in Kentucky, when they want to get out and about, do they go to Cincinnati for good times, good times? After driving through Cincinnati, I wouldn't think so. <laughs> All right, back to the lineup. Hey, hey, ho. All By right. the way, the field that they play at, yes. wherever you are in Cincinnati, it's, it's 20 great, minutes away. Great American ballpark. 20 minutes away. I bet it is. Conveniently located. All right, your center fielder number one in your lineup, Drew Stubbs. Betting Drew two, Stubbs. 267, Ooh. eight Drew home Stubbs. runs, 17 RBIs, 10 stolen bases. Nice name. Your second batter... He's shortstop. He was with Oakland and Minnesota last year. Orlando Cabrera. Or the ex-White Sox? Yes. The ex-everything. Betting 284, nine home runs, 77 RBIs, 13 stolen bases. I believe Orlando Cabrera trying to match us at Jose Valentin, who played for just about every major league team He's working in his career. Just collecting hats. It's unbelievable. That's very nice. Great clubhouse Your guy. number three hitter, first baseman, Joey Votto. 322 batter, 25 home runs, 84 RBIs, four stolen bases. Loved him in The Departed. Now, this guy I've always liked. Second baseman, Brandon Phillips, 276. 20 home runs, 98 RBIs, 25 stolen bases. He's a great all-around player. Tremendous statistics. I've never seen him play. You've never seen Brandon Phillips? Brandon Phillips? Next time you watch the Cubs versus Cincinnati, okay. pay close attention to the second baseman. All right. High quality. I'm familiar with yeah. you know Adam Dumb when I used to watch him, and Joey Votto I've seen play. Yeah. but No, pay attention to Brandon Phillips. I think you'll like his what game. What position? Second baseman. A power-hitting second baseman. Yeah, and he's got okay. skills. I mean, he can All definitely right. shag the ball as well. Okay. Third baseman, Scott Rowland, 270. Three home runs, wow. 24 RBIs. Still playing. Stolen. Still playing. They're a mix of old and young. Right fielders, number six, Jay Bruce, batting 240, 22 home runs, 58 RBIs, now, three stolen bases. Correct me if I'm wrong. Jay Bruce was three years ago. He was the piece de resistance of the minor league, and he came up to the majors, was on fire. He was like the next sensation in baseball. Oh, yeah. So like when the Cubs had Felix think, Is that the guy yeah, I'm yeah, thinking they of? They were all talking about this way. He's going to be the greatest guy in and baseball. Remember his first few games, he was right. unbelievable. And then it's like anything else. Pitchers figured him out, and last year he batted 240. Your number seven hitter. Let that be a lesson to all the young kids out there. Catcher, Ramon Hernandez. Ramon! Batting 258, five home runs, 37 RBIs, one stolen base. And to round off your lineup. What a stolen base it was, by the way. That was good. I remember. He was caught stealing 18 times, but he got that one stolen base. (laughs) Number eight hitter, your left fielder, Chris Dickerson. What? Batting 275, two home runs, 15 RBIs, 11 stolen bases. That's not right. Your pitching lineup is Aaron Harang, who was 6-14, Bronson Arroyo, who was 15-13, Johnny Cueto, who was 11-11, Homer Bailey, who was 8-5, and and Matt Maloney, who was Mm -hmm. 2-4 last year. And that, my friends. Is your 2010 Cincinnati Reds. Anybody that would like to send sympathy cards to manager Dusty Baker, you can write him in care of Cincinnati's. Thank you very much. Spring training kid. That's not exactly, you know, especially after reading the Boston Red Sox projected starting lineup. Not good. Oof. Yeah, you went from Boston Red Sox where every hitter, you're like, oh, wow, wow, yeah. to this one where you're like, ooh, wow, <laughs> wow. <laughs> an ooh, wow of another kind, huh? All right, 888-463-6748, phone lines are open. Hey, one story we have not talked about, Olympic Games right out there for you, pitchers and catchers reporting, baseball fans, you want to check in, talk to Double B and the coach, get us excited about the little round white ball, we can do that too. We got the NBA kicking back into high gear. You mentioned March Madness is starting to uh, sneak into the picture, but real quick, yesterday, one of the uh, great 
sporting events. I don't know if you call it a sporting event now. The Westminster Kennel Club Best of Show came to its ultimate conclusion. Well, it came to the American conclusion. Don't they still have the international division to go to? It's possible. Uh, yeah, that's what I'll I thought. I'll be watching yeah. Lindsey Vaughn and the Downhill Skiing. Yeah, you and I both. Apparently, but, Sadie. Uh, yeah. Sadie, the Scottish Terrier, wins the American Cup. Co- Competition. We talked about Sadie yesterday. Yeah, she she was a front runner. She she walked away with it. Congratulations to Sadie. Well, but she's been a front runner before, and she's always has never been able to win the big best of show. But unfortunately for her, as she's basking in the glow, as she's enjoying her moment, uh-huh. PETA, the people for ethical yes, treatment of animals, come out and start chanting, "We love mutts. Uh, we hate purebreds. Uh, hate whatever they call it, puppy mills. Blah 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 blah." So they go off on this huge tangent about how, well, you know, these animals, because they're not, I don't know, pure, because they're purebred, that mm-hmm. apparently they must have come from a puppy mill, which is not necessarily true. I, my dog's purebred. It didn't come from a puppy mill. So another, It's interesting because you're exactly right. A rare protest at the Westminster yeah. Kennel Club Best of Show. I don't think the dog shows have protest no. all the time. And, and I was wondering if Sadie went home hurt because of it. She well, I'm sure. Sad. I'm sure yeah. it, you know, it took something off of her great moment. She probably went out partying last night. But, uh, yeah, had to put a damper into the proceedings a little yeah, bit. Exactly. You feel bad for Sadie. Yeah, her I'm, big moment. It's it's like when that girl won the award and Kanye West said Beyonce has hit the best video. Yeah, I, I'm thinking it probably felt the same. Yeah, yeah. But protesting <laughs> is is coming back now. Why? Pro, they had protesters for the first time ever at the Olympics. David, I don't know if you lived through the uh, the '60s, the protest days. You know, was part of my high school and college years. How old do you think I am, Coach? <laughs> I just I just gotta ask. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> seriously. Okay. You're talking about the big red machine earlier in the show and looking at me like, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Dave, right? Remember I'm the big like, red machine? All right, I'm looking for I a was friend. Like here. One back then. I'm looking for a friend. What can I tell you? <laughs> at age one, I was collecting baseball cards. But the protests seem to be coming back. Dave, remember 1942 and where Hitler guy was out there? Remember what? Uh, That's unbelievable. You remember the debut of the monkeys by any yeah. chance? Yeah. <laughs> But they uh, remember to- flappers in the twenties. <laughs> that was fantastic. Stop it! <laughs> All right, go on. Stop it, young man. I'm You're trying to make a trying to right. make a point right. that protesting is. I think we're getting the comeback of protesting. Now. Why? Why is that a comeback? Well, the Olympic Games. That's for to me, that's like the comeback of being rude. You well, know, everybody's in there for a reason, and well, you come in to make some kind of. I, I don't care if you do it outside. But when you're in the middle of something okay. and people are enjoying their time and you're uh, going to sit there and do something technically that's rude and out of bounds, I, I, yeah, I agree. have a problem with I that. agree. I think we protest with some class. Right. But on the other hand, there's a lot of great things about protest, too, if it's something you really truly believe in. Yeah, but PETA has lost all credibility with me when it's... they yelled at well, Manu Ginobili for hitting a bat inside the stadium, mm-hmm. and then they yelled yeah. at the president for swatting at a fly. Yeah. I mean, get off of yeah. it. Yeah. People with a little bit too much spare time. Yeah. Just so hands. you know, PETA, by the way, they've killed more animals and put more animals down than any other organization. People for the ethical treatment of animals. Yeah, if you look up the history. PETA. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Yeah, so uh, let's just talk about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. to me, I find them hypocritical. Yeah. Now, if yeah. you want to protest outside an event, mm-hmm. to make your point, yeah. no problem whatsoever. Yeah. But when you go into an event... To scream and yell when you're probably ruining like Listen, I'm not for dog shows. I find those people weird anyway. But <laughs> let, the, let the people have their fun. Yeah, obviously, this is their lives and the only thing that's going on in them. So, you know, whatever. Just leave them alone. Do yeah. it outside. By the way, care. if you haven't seen the movie Best of Show. Great movie. Highly, highly recommend. Great movie. A true yeah. classic. I agree. I yeah. agree completely. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Congratulations to Sadie. I felt a little bit bad. You know, my initial thoughts of her going into the competition was overrated. The favorite, I thought she was going to be upset, but the champion, the favorite, yeah. finally came through. My dog wasn't happy about it. 
Uh, she she was in protest. Yeah, yeah, she's part of the working breed. They never mm-hmm. get love. That's was she I'm rooting saying. for uh, my dog Sparky, the black lab? No, yeah, actually, she was. She was a big Sparky person. Yeah, mm-hmm. she also liked the German Shepherd, but I think it was mm-hmm. for different reasons. I think she found him cute. Sparky yeah. took a poop on stage a couple of years ago. Artistic poop, though. They gave her an eight point eight. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. how ridiculous that thing is. Seriously. You know what that is? That's on the same level as parents with the stupid figure skating and the cheerleading and the and the, and the pageants and all You're that talking stuff. talking about the, uh, the yeah, dog th- owners? These are people without kids, so they, they put all their time and effort into their dog, into a weird, yeah. weird yeah. thing. Like, yeah. yeah and then they, they the, first of all, the old axiom, the old saying that people end up looking like their dogs, that's not an axiom. That's not a saying. It's absolutely true. Really? Oh, yeah. People end up, and the best of show, of course, played hairy. that up beautifully. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but clearly, people end up looking like their their dog. Really? Oh, yeah. I or the dog ends up looking like the Do people. I look like a Siberian husky to you? Not yet. Do I look like a Yevgeny Plushenko? Because Siberians are from Russia. A little Russia. bit. Yeah. A little bit. All right. All right. Eight 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 four six three six seven four eight. Two guys and a mic. Double B with us up until uh, the top of the hour. We do it each and every weekday, five days a week, one hour a day, five in total. The big dog will be coming in tomorrow. See, it doesn't look like me at all. I'm just that's saying. your dog. That's my dog. Let me see the picture. The there picture disappeared. Yeah, yeah, that's dog. a good looking dog. I know it is. A good looking guy. You should right. go to the West Kennel. Uh, Not a chance at hell. Huh? That dog has ADD. Like, she sees another dog. Forget about walking well, in a circle. Yeah, I, I, I can't speak for everybody, but I'll speak for some. Uh, uh, midway dog owners, I think we could use a few more ADD dogs. Really? In the Westminster Kennel Club. The lighten ones things who start up fights with any other dog that barks yeah. at them? Yeah, that's a good a little dog. distractions <laughs> a little bit, lighten things up. Put a sense of humor to the program. I think most of the viewers uh, would appreciate By the way, 15,000 Yeah. at Madison Square Garden to watch the finals. Isn't that ridiculous? The Knicks no, played it's... the night before, they got 10. You know, that's how sad it's become. It's just weird and strange to me, the whole concept mm-hmm. of it. All right, let's talk some basketball real real quick. Uh, you mentioned the Knicks hosting at Madison Square Garden. They're going to be hosting our very own Chicago Bulls. we got to throw some kudos. Our Bulls with a nice win uh, coming back from All-Star break. Derrick Rose on fire his first game back. 29 points and six rebounds. He got another 18 out of Luol Deng. And the weird thing is, and, and you discussed this yesterday about trades, about you know people getting excited about the trade deadline, how you personally don't like it. But... Okay, so they they did it, and this morning I'm watching the news, and I'm watching about three different outlets. I like to flip around. And they, they show the bull score. They show one play. Now, remember, Rose is coming back off a bad hip, so you think there'd be more focus on that. And the first thing they talk about is how the Knicks and the Bulls are both in the running for Tracy McGrady in a trade. And that yeah. takes about three minutes of the actual broadcast while I saw one clip for 30 seconds. So I, I'm kind of with you when I when I don't like the, the overblown thing, but what do you think of Tracy McGrady? As a member of your Chicago Bull, mm-hmm. I, you know I need to see more. They're talking of Tracy McGrady they're talking to make about a full rid of judgment. Tyrus Thomas, Jerome James, and Brett Miller. Yeah, Brad Miller. Well, I had read Tyrus Thomas, Brad Miller, and either Heinrich or John Sammons to get rid of their contracts. Right. If they can get rid of them, but the one that I saw on ESPN reported this morning is Jerome mm-hmm. James. Okay. Yeah. All right, and it brings up another issue with the trade deadline as we transfer into a little basketball talk. NBA college hoop fans, uh, you want to talk some basketball? Double B in the coach right here for you. Eight 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 four six three six seven four eight the phone number. But um, you know the Bulls talking about trading. Let's just say you know a Heinrich or Sammons yes. plus Brad Miller. Yes. Plus Tyrus Thomas. Yes. For Tracy McGrady, who currently is not in the best of health, correct? No, he's never in the best of health. So the <laughs> you really when was the last time you remember Tracy McGrady healthy? It's a good point. Okay. When he was walking to the airport and Jerry Krause was following him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But so you know, do you make a trade for the future? 
and then sacrifice the team this year, the chances to make the playoffs? What about the fans that have paid season tickets for this year? I'm have paid you. the price for season tickets. Do you sacrifice the current to build for the future? I don't know what the answer is. I can see it from both sides, but a bit of a quandary, I would think, for some GMs. Well, if T-Mac is actually healthy, then you get a little bit of excitement to it. And then, then there's something to watch, you know. Then, then as as a fan, I'm thinking not only can I watch this this year, but there's still going to be 25 million under the cap for next year, so they can still bring in a big name guy. But the bottom line is the trade hurts you for this year. Yes, absolutely. See, I have some. Well, issues do you with honestly that. think that the team is at 500 and they're five, in the fifth place in the East and they're going to make big hay in the, the no, playoffs? No, I don't think they're going to win the championship. But then, you know what? I, to, for them to make the playoffs, yeah. And compete in round one of the playoffs and maybe win a first round. I'm not one of these guys, Brian. That, you know, the championship is the only thing. If you don't win the ultimate championship, nothing else matters. That's not mm. part of my philosophy. To me, that's the goal, though. I'm not saying it's not a goal. Right. So if you can still make the playoffs this year, and you never know what happens when you make the playoffs. I mean, you know what? Lightning strikes. You, you never know nah, last year. They're last not going to win it all. Okay, so then we both agree. They're not going to win it all anyway. Yeah, but that's so where the agreement ends. So if you're going to make it anyway, right, and you can make it with T-Mac and you're building for something that could be a potential championship team, mm-hmm. I think you almost have to do that well, than going with what you have and knowing full well that that is not a championship mm-hmm. team. And most of these guys with their expiring contracts are going to be gone anyway. Now you're changing the argument a little bit. You're making it easy. Yes, if you can make the trade. And, you know, have cake and cake with ice cream, too. Still make the playoffs oh, okay. and still compete and open up cap room and, and build for the future. It's, like it's a no-brainer. Scout cookies. That's a no-brainer. Yeah. I'm bringing up the quandary of do you trade now yeah. and hurt your chance. Nobody knows what's going to happen. But hurt your chances to even make the playoffs, and God forbid you do make the playoffs, very little chance where your current team, you know, could do a little damage. They're not going to win the whole championship. No. Or do you take the approach, you know, we got to do whatever, we gut, gut the – Gut the fish, if you will. Clean out the ship, if you will, and rebuild. Let's go for the championship because championship's the only thing. To me, it's not the only thing. See, I don't think you're gutting the ship, though. Uh, if you look at that, look, look at this lineup. Heinrich is not exactly listed in this, but maybe it is. So, so you got Jerome James. Maybe you get rid of him, and it's Heinrich. Heinrich Miller and Tyrus Thomas. Are you really gutting it? Tyrus Thomas is a is a hot and cold guy. Yeah. Brad Miller, I I loved him about ten years ago when he was with Sacramento. Mm-hmm. Uh, since the, and I liked him when he was with the Pacers. He's still a, he's he's a piece of the puzzle. He, he's a piece of something. That guy, <laughs> I, <laughs> I I've watched like little toddlers run faster than him. I like but, Brad Miller. Uh, me and me I and liked, my son. I like Brad Miller. I just don't think he's a big piece of what your future is now. Anyway, I like to call Brad Miller the best bad player in the NBA. But if is you, that a good description? Yeah, he's the best. He has the best skill set of any bad player. Yeah, he, he really knows what he's supposed to do. Yeah. His body's just not yeah. going to get him. If there. you're going to be right. bad, be bad with the Brad Miller's a great bad player. So if you can give me a lineup of Joe Kim Noah, okay. T Mac, uh, jo- Rose, uh, Luol, Luol Bang, Bang, and then I'm trying to think who we're going to pop in there. Who would be the fifth, the uh, the guard? Um, would be your second guard. Salmons moves back. Yeah, Johnny two, Salmons. Yeah, John so that's not yeah. bad. I mean, tell me that's not, not a bad, bad lineup. If Tracy McGrady's returns to form, that's right. a pretty good lineup. That's not a bad lineup. What's not a whole lot of depth behind it. No, you got nothing behind it. Yeah. But then again, it's kind of what you're building for anyway. You know you know, at the end of this mm-hmm. year, you're looking to get a big-name guy. And if you could somehow get Bosch, too, you know, then this team becomes ridiculous. 
You know, so it, it all depends. I mean, as far mm-hmm. as I'm concerned, I like the move. I, I'm not a huge Tracy McGrady guy, but I like the spark and yeah. the infusion it could bring. Yeah, I haven't seen him play enough to make a judgment. I need to watch more of the body of work, Tracy McGrady. I do know he can score, and the Bulls do need scoring. Whatever city you're listening from and you root for an NBA team, you want to talk about uh, your ball club, the trade deadline, maybe some potential trades, good, bad, or indifferent. Uh, dial it up at 888-463-6748. I think Thursday at, what, 2 o'clock? Is the trade deadline, so I'm sure between now and then, we're going to see a, a fair amount of NBA players switch teams. I think you're here a couple tonight, and obviously I think tomorrow, usually it happens like right before the deadline. Mm-hmm. That's when all of them start popping up. Mm-hmm. Like yesterday, didn't Camby wind up going to Portland? Yep. Yeah, from LA Clippers, and he wasn't happy about that, but all of a sudden I saw him yesterday in Portland, and he's waving at the crowd looking all pretty happy. Mm-hmm. So I'm Eddie. sure playoff run will ease his mind. Research shows that the disappointment from leaving the Los Angeles Clippers, the average is a about 42 seconds. Really? Yeah. So, oh, man, i got to move out of L.A. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to the playoffs this year. How nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. You talk about a franchise that had a long lineage of losing teams. Wow. Yeah, the L.A. Clippers. Come on, guys. Figure out a way to make the, play- make the playoffs once. Yeah. Maybe like in 15 years. Unbelievable. It's pathetic. I mean, it's yeah. just, I mean, you look at that team, and it reminds me in football of the Cleveland Browns and lately as the Raiders, even though the Raiders were in a Super Bowl. It just for an ownership group to not go out there and get aggressive in a city like Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. I mean, that just it, it baffles me. Note given to us uh, by one of our fine interns here, Denver Nuggets coach. Long we're talking the NBA. I did oh, yeah. not. I did not know this. Yeah. George Carl has been diagnosed with neck and throat cancer. Can you believe that? Wow. And and he had battled cancer and beat it before. Yeah. His son had battled cancer and beat it. And now he gets this again. Mm. I mean, it's just, I mean, just, just bad genes. I, I feel so bad for him. You saw him this morning. He went and did a press conference yesterday where he said, listen, I'm not looking for sympathy. I'm just looking mm-hmm. for support. Love the guys. I love all my players. But God, I mean, just, how do you battle one cancer and then get stuck with another? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's bad. Yeah. Suddenly yeah. it makes winning a 48 minute basketball game not so hard. Yeah. Now you want me to make David really bad? Yeah, ask him, yeah. David, do you remember as I do when George Carl played for the North Carolina Tar Heel? You don't? What year would that have been? I actually, I, I was out in the driveway. No joke. I would be out in the driveway before video games. I couldn't play the video games, so I would like have matchups out in my driveway. Right. By myself, I was a very lonely kid. Yeah, Maybe oh. age like ten to fourteen. In North Carolina back then, I love North Carolina. Everyone seemed to. Larry yeah. Miller, Charlie Scott. Phil Ford, the Four Corners offense. I don't know if you remember when they put that in, but George no. Carl was one of their guards. He was a svelte, a very svelte George Carl, kind of a defensive specialist, but I do remember him as a player. Never a great scorer, but uh, at times I was George Carl shooting some jump shots out in my driveway. Was that the same era as the Pistol Pete Maravich? Pistol Pete? Yeah, same here. Yeah, little yeah. JoJo White? Yeah. Dave Robish of the Boston Celtics, yeah. Kansas Jayhawk? I'm going to have to uh, oh. plead innocent because I have no yeah. clue. Yeah. <laughs> way, poor, way before my era. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. It is, it is getting to be a fun sports time, though, Brian, when you think about everything kind of coming to culmination with March Madness. Yes. Right when you take your job and are going to leave, be leaving Sports Talk Radio. Not yeah. good timing. Not a good time. The Pulmonary Resuscitation Incorporated Company. They couldn't have waited a couple of months before hiring? Oh, well, quite frankly, I wanted to get paid, so uh, it was my choice. Yeah. <laughs> Guy brings up a good point. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, by the way, the trading deadline here at the talkzone.com in the radio world yeah. is Friday. Yeah, I've been asking. So I from, hope I'm around. I, you know, I've just been one of those guys asking for his release for the last year. Yeah, no one's given it to me. I don't know. There's <laughs> a rumor going around I read on one of the blogs that I could be shipped out for like three 
background producers at uh, WKRS up in Waukegan. Really? Yep. I'm that's hoping not it's not true. I'd like to stay here. I have three producers. I think that's a get for talk so. Yeah, but if I'm <laughs> traded, if I'm traded, I will, uh, you know, pack up, I'll move, and I will give my best effort for whatever radio station does hire me. Trade deadline Friday at 12. Friday at 12. I'll wish, be paying attention. Wish me luck. I do. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what was I saying? I have no clue. Yeah, we were talking <laughs> about the... Uh, Oh, no, that it's, that it's a, you're leaving at, a great at time. the wrong time. Yeah. March Madness. That's when sports start, finally starts kicking in again. Well, yeah. and then you got the Stanley Cup playoffs will be coming up. Can't you got wait. the NBA playoffs. The thing is, wait, NBA and Stanley Cup, I mean, you're looking at like May. Yeah, you're right. For those. I mean, those, those go all the way to June. You're right. Like, I'm, those, I'm jumping the gun a little bit. You're jumping a little bit. Yeah. The next three months, we've got NCAA championships. Kentucky Derby. Kentucky Derby. Olympics ending. Pepsi 400 from the Brickyards. Couldn't care less. By the way, if the, if all those races could adopt the snowboard cross, where it's just really fast and there's a chance of it wipe out really quickly and, and bumps, I pay more attention to Wouldn't it. Wouldn't yeah. bumps be oh, cool? Yeah, completely. I'd be totally more into it. Absolutely, I'm uh, with you on that. What else you got in the next couple? You got hockey back in full swing, probably the more important part of the season. And then you've got the baseball, NFL draft for the NFL draft guys. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so that's coming up. I'm when going. is the NFL draft in April? No, I believe it's in March. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. David Olson, do we have any uh, people working on the NFL draft here? Let me check on that. <laughs> That's not going to happen, folks. If you're new to you're the show, <laughs> if you're new to the show, uh, if we we have a little David Olson translation book that I use. Yes, I don't even need to look in the book. The let me check on that yeah. translates to no chance in hell. Right, but it's nicely said. <laughs> That's what you get for calling him old. Yeah, I, I appreciate the fact David is polite to us. He is. He tries to let us down gently, but... Um, he has a lot of professionalism doing yes. an hour that really pains him. Way too much professionalism, <laughs> I know we pain his ass. I'm not <laughs> used to this professionalism. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but you'll be leaving us... Uh, it's a tough break. What can I tell you? What, leaving? Yeah. No, listen, I had to do it. I, yeah. You know, to to t- say what some of the great athletes in our time have said... I gotta, uh, I gotta feed my family. I gots to do. I gots to feed my family. I got, I gots to make the money. I gots to do what <laughs> yeah. I gots to do. All right, coming up tonight, real quick, couple of minutes left, just to preview tonight. We're gonna Give see to speed skating. Yes. One thousand meter in the five hundred, or not the, no, the women's five hundred. Women's. Shiny Davis dropped out of the five hundred. He's going the for the thousand. Yeah. There's a guy competing against him. Pretty good. Are the two of them? Going to be racing each other? I think they are. Well, don't they do the preliminaries first and then the, the final? I thought it was all time. Yeah, maybe maybe it is. But I, speed either skate. way, I'm looking forward to Wait it. Wait a minute. I'm the speed skating expert I don't know. on I the just, show. I just watch it. Go I on. should know this. I, apparently not. Apollo Ono, is he done? Is that the deal? <laughs> he hasn't started yet. He, no, he, no, he did one race. He took bronze. He did? Yeah, or right. silver because the whole, the two Chinese guys or Korean guys in front of him fell up, fell down, so he I, took silver. Really? When yeah. did that happen? That was like day two of the Olympics. I miss, I it was Saturday. That. Yeah. I got to start you're, paying you're attention. You're quite the speed skating expert. Saturday was a bad day for me. <laughs> All right, what that, else is today? Any events that happen on Saturday cannot be uh, cannot be used or held against me. Uh, we got the women's downhill. Lindsey Vaughn, good luck to her. I'll watch just to see what she could do. And to see her shin. I'll rub some cheese on it. Yeah, beautiful yeah. shin, by the way. Is it? Oh, yeah. Oh, I bet it One is. of the nicer shins yeah. I've seen. Uh, the men's half pipe. Half pipe. The half pipe. Sean White, the flying tomato. I have been told <laughs> his brilliance, his skill level is unbelievable. Yeah. Not a big, the half pipe is like, yeah. so it's style points and a judge rates how they do. It's very similar to what I don't like about figure skating, except mm-hmm. it's kind of more obvious. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I will say this. Uh, Sean White's doing a trick that quite a week ago or two weeks ago in the X Games, he actually hit his head on the yes. pipe doing. 
So landed on his face. Yeah, landed on his face during a trial run, but then yeah. he turned around and did it and actually like aced it during the actual games itself. Yeah. So he's going to be doing the same trick tonight. I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'll be excited to see that. All right, that should be interesting. We got the downhill skiing, as we said, the men's figure skating short skate was yesterday, but the finals are going to be tomorrow. Yeah. Not on Wednesday, so we'll see if the kid from Naperville, Illinois, Evan Lysasek, can catch uh, your good friend. If Kenny Pashenko, Pashenko, or as I know him as Ivan Drago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Double B, we appreciate your coming in for the couple of days. Great job with the projected starting lineups. Even if you don't make it back, now that you're going to be working full time, can you call us up? Uh, yes. On occasion with a projected starting. I, lineup? I'm going to do it every day till I finish it out. To, you know, because we're, we're now you know into the seas. You know, might as well finish it out before the end of pre- mm-hmm. spring training. I, you know, I, I would call you every day with a quick. Projected starting line. Sometime next week, folks, sometime, you will be getting the San Diego Padre projected starting right. lineup. This week, before this week is done, the Cleveland yeah. Indians. That's Beautiful. all I'm saying. Beautiful. All, all right, saying. speaking of done, we are done. want to thank everybody out there for listening. We'll be back at you at 10 o'clock tomorrow with the big dog, TalkZone.com. Two guys at a mic for Double B, Coach, Producer David Olson. Thank you so much for listening, and have an outstanding day. You got me? Push, push, go! go.